Welcome to the Church on the Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could be with us uh, as we talk about uh, Acts, I think is what our topic is today, Pastor Corey, right? The end of the book of Acts. How could you forget, Tim? How are you so unsure? I, I just want to make just sure. around? Or well, you never know final... what you're going to pull out of your sleeve. Maybe oh. maybe divvy it up into three or four more sermons. I don't know. No, no, I never do such things. <laughs> I'm well planned out. Uh, well, at least on Sunday mornings, I think. But maybe. Anyway. We, we uh, want no comments on that to come from the audience. We don't okay, want to, feel free to comment. We no. would love comments. <laughs> if you want to comment, comment. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to spend some time on Acts 28 today, um, starting with verse 11. But maybe we should talk about the podcast briefly for uh, those who are listening. Uh, let us know you're listening. That's yeah. one thing. Uh, and feel free to share this with others. If you don't know how to share it, um, look around on the app you're using or if you listen on Facebook and, and you'll figure it out. Yeah. Share it with others if you find it worth your time. we got to make it worth your time. And so if you have suggestions... Let us know uh, how we could make it more worth your time. Uh, we can't really speak to those who've given up on us. No, which are, we can't. Which are legion. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I don't think we've we've quite uh, uh, lost too many listeners because we never had them. But uh, I, I think we've only alienated mostly Michigan. Michigan. Anybody huh? from northern uh, Michigan. Upper Michigan upper is Michigan out is, of <laughs> upper, upper Michigan. We've alienated them. They don't listen anymore. No, so that's we're too done bad. with these guys. We wanted that demographic, but uh, we might win them back one day. We'll talk about donuts again or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Well, there's. We need to do hope. a fun holiday episode. St. Patrick's Day is around the corner. We we've had a popular. St. Patrick's Day episode in the past. Maybe we'll bring another one back and do a different spin on St. Patrick's. Sure. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, what else you want to talk about, Tim? We could talk about snow yet again, but nobody wants to talk about that. I don't want to talk about. Okay, snow. so we're not going to talk about snow. I'm done. We're no snow jokes. Uh, you've got to drive in it here in less than I an know. hour. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stay in my warm office oh. and write sermons and so forth, and you're going to be on the bus. That's your problem. Yeah. Anyway. You know, you uh, are supposed to encourage me and build me up and not just like... That was a building up move, that wasn't was, it? That, that was, didn't build you up? No, that was... You're going to be driving in the bus <laughs> while I'm here in my warm office. Oh, you sucker. Oh, you are yeah. in for something. I thought you would be so happy for me that you would be driving your bus with a big smile on your face. Oh, Just yeah. so encouraged that I'm well taken care of, but... Apparently, well, all you think now, about is yourself. I'm, it's it's, right. it's uh, All I think about is myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Boy, I spun that one. That was yeah, really that unfair. Was, no, you, sh- well, you, you, drive- you should. We should put you in Congress or something yeah. that's been like no, that. No, no, yeah. that I do not want Elect Cory to Congress. Elect <laughs> Cory to Congress. <laughs> oh, man. I, I guess Congress was doing some stuff today, but we don't want to talk about that. No, we don't want to talk about uh, that. Pray for Tim and other bus drivers. Uh, they'll be fine. But it... it, it it's going to be an adventure out there. So, Yeah. I could go with you and give you advice from the first row. That would help. Oh, that'd be so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we're wasting good time now. But uh, we, we, um, we've we talked about some upcoming events and other podcasts. And I don't know exactly what order our podcasts are going to release them. But we have a podcast out there about Lent. It either so just it'll, released. It'll, yeah, it'll be or, coming up just or, after this Or one, it's going so, to release. Yeah. And it's... It's got everything we're doing with Lent, so listen to that podcast. Um, and uh, as far as this this one, what we'll say with upcoming events is, uh, 
I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should no. just focus on Acts. Cause just focus on Acts. We got, okay, we got about 18 we've, minutes. We've been we're going to focus on Acts. We've been six years into we the book of Acts. Six years. Did, right. did, did, did we start Acts when you got here? Or, it was at, uh, a Or were we had already started? No, no. It was a couple of uh, and you've not weeks after been here Acts, three years so. yet. Almost, yeah. Almost in March. In March. Yeah. March. You've been here three years. So, so we joke a lot, but we got through a major book of the Bible. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, yeah. and so much content and uh, so much... There's a, there's a real richness, I think, to the story of Acts yeah, and yeah. what's going on there. And as much as I'm excited about what's next for us, and uh, you can hear a little bit about that on our Lent episode, I'm a little bit sad to move out of Acts. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm wishing sad. we had gone slower? I wish, no. <laughs> no? Well, then what are you saying? No, well, you, know, you wish there was more, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. Um, it's been a great book, uh, deep stories of faith of people like Paul and Peter and others who are um, letting the Holy Spirit work through them to share the gospel radically with the world around them, seeing healings and conversions and just seeing the kingdom of God grow in in what we might think are unlikely places. But God had a great plan and um, advanced from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the ends of the earth, just yeah. like... Jesus wanted it to happen, and that's yeah. how it happened. And by the end of the book of Acts, they are there's Christians in Rome, and Paul is going to meet with them in our text today. And and so that's what we got to do to wrap up the book. We got to talk about this final chapter. But do we want to talk about this Sunday scripture first, or do we want to talk about some reflections on Acts as a whole and Acts and what comes after Acts? I mean, what. What do you want to do well, here, Tim? I think just talk, just talking about this Sunday's message. I think since we kind of started that way, let's just okay. get that taken care of, and just if get we have time, we'll we have can time. do we'll reflections. If not, we can do another episode. Okay, where we talk more about that. Maybe we could get guests in. Even I don't know. Guests, that would guests. be cool. Do you think we could get cool. guests to come to our? Podcast? We need more special guests. You're right. Yeah, and we need to treat them special. Maybe that's why we don't get guests back. Like, we gave them a dozen roses or something, you think? they? Maybe some cookies. Cookies. Girl Scout season. Right yeah. now, Girl Scout cookie season. That sounds better. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Do you have to get a permit for the for, Girl Scout yeah. season? <laughs> oh, that, no. Okay, backing away. Backing oh, away boy. from an awkward <laughs> topic there. Uh, so, yeah, we're at the end of this wonderful book, and... And Paul and team and crew have endured a shipwreck, were on the island of Malta, got taken care of, and now they they do a bit more sailing, a bit more traveling, and bada-bing, bada-boom, they're in Rome. They're there? That's pretty much all there is to it, right? Yep, that's it. Okay, that's it. we'll on. see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they have to do some sailing, uh, They and they do, and they have to do and some... And it's uneventful, which is kind of yeah, nice. Apparently. You know, apparently they don't give us a lot so. of... After what they had just gone through, that must have been a relief. No big storms or anything. <laughs> and they do some traveling by foot. They, you know, a couple of things, they meet with believers. And so one of the things that stands out for me is these are real people, real people who have trusted Jesus, who who their lives have been impacted by the Spirit, and they, they've changed, and yet there aren't a ton of Christians around. So when they hear Paul... And and his gang are around a small gang, right? We think Paul, Luke, Aristarchus. That's probably it. Probably, that's all we know. Yeah, that's all we know. Yeah. Yeah. And they go and they meet with them. They they some of them travel miles and miles, and um, I think that's awesome. They 
they really appreciated it. And um, we got to keep in mind how early this is, right? There aren't church buildings. There aren't hymnals. There aren't uh, printed Bibles. They, um, you know, they are living this and they, they desire fellowship. They desire being with each other. They need that encouragement. They need to be around people who believe the same things they do. Um, they know also that Paul can teach them a lot. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so I, I don't know. That really stood out to me, you know. Uh, verse 15, when the brothers there, when they heard about us, they came as far as the forum of Appius and three taverns to meet us. On seeing them, Paul thanked God and took courage. So we see from both ends of the, the relationship there, the people heard about Paul and they went to him. And when Paul saw the people, he was encouraged. And they needed each other. They built each other up. And um, and I think Christians today, at least where we live in, in America, I think we take other Christians for granted or like we mm. we don't get to know maybe Christians in other churches sometimes. We maybe don't get to know the Christians in our own church. You know, Jesus instructed us that they shall know you are, you are my followers by your love. And, and that implied your love for one another. That if we're going to love the world, which we're called to do, to love people in the world, the the base for that or the foundation for that is God teaching us to love one another. And and I think we see that in the scripture today. And, and it's just, it's been convicting. I don't know. Thoughts on that, Tim? You're ruminating? Yeah, well, I got on a little tangent. When in you your said, mind? Yeah. The, the, you, they'll know we're Christians by our love. And then I oh. started singing a song in my head. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Oh, Tim. I know, I know. It's a you're, you're been, you've been hypnotized by the snow, I think. I, I think so. Do you but, want to uh, sing it for the audience? No, I think that Is would that be a what, bad idea. We, it, could, we will lose our listenership? We, we, they, they would all go running. So as that as song singing, was uh, like our, uh, my church is growing, the church I grew up in, it was kind of like a theme song. I don't know. If, yeah. I think we did it every month for communion type of song. Oh, sure. Yeah, I don't know. And, uh Yeah. I don't know if we necessarily well. lived it out super awesome. Um, I mean, every church is imperfect, but um, you know, I think it's it's nice to talk about love and say you have fellowship. But what what is it? You know, what does it yeah. mean to to really love one another and have fellowship? Is it just being around Christians and having coffee? Is that well? The, you know, uh, I think back to that. that if you if you go way back to, I think it's Acts. 220 uh we read that the early this the description of the early church meeting they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching to the fellowship to the breaking of bread and right. to prayer yeah and uh what's i i've there's this sense of community i think in this coming together and uh we joke oftentimes about doing life together but it's it's kind of like that doing life together and being a part of one another's lives and then um you know, there's lots of instruction that Paul gives in some of his other writings, uh, his letters that he writes about how we can encourage one another and strengthen one another and um, in love and in fellowship and that we should uh, let our words be wholesome and build, you know, others up. And so there's lots of instruction about that. But I really like this. Uh, well, I guess what we see here is this sense of community, though, and this desire to be together and they're going to learn together and support and encourage one another and that's an important part of what it means to be a person of the way 
then and what we would call a Christian now. Yeah. So I just wonder what they they talked about. I mean, we don't know the exact. They probably didn't get a word in edgewise next to Paul. I mean, you he took so? every opportunity to tell them all the good things that God had so. done. <laughs> I, I yeah. I mean, I think probably he did a fair amount of talking. Uh, it was probably this back and forth, learning from each other. He probably wanted to hear what was going on. What What do you do you when know, in, your neighbors pick on you, or when you, uh, you know? Um, they probably asked to teaching, teach us about Jesus, teach us about prayer. You think they asked those kind of things? You know, Pro- who well, knows? I mean, who knows? well, how did they even find out in the beginning? I mean, we don't know exactly. He had sent a letter to Rome, but presumably some of them had encountered the faith maybe through commerce and travel around the area. They brought that back to Rome. There weren't a lot of them. They're probably looking for some encouragement and some. Uh, you know, Paul probably wanted to know, what, well, what are you doing? How are you meeting together? How are you living the faith? And and they probably wanted to hear from him some, you know, some help about, you know. Right. Some help or some encouragement. Well, that's great. Or have you, you know, maybe not, you know, have you tried this? <laughs> or, you know, have, right. you, have you done a door-to-door campaign or whatever? But, but yeah. maybe there's some of that back and forth kind of questioning, learning, uh, getting to know one another and and hearing about how God has been working in Paul's life and in the lives of these Christians uh, in Rome. Cool. So, so Paul arrives there. There's already some Christians in the area. We've established that he is chained to a Roman guard. I was listening to one, uh, listening or reading um, to one sermon about this and. Um, saying that there would have been multiple shifts of Roman guards, most likely not just one poor yeah, guard. Like every that, four hours, or yeah, six hours had to or live with yeah. Paul. So either you know four, five, six a day um, that Paul got chained to, and you know, for Paul, probably opportunities to build relationship with those guys and and share his faith with them. Maybe they would ask him questions, um, and and so he is he is somewhat free in the sense that he is in um he's not in some dank dark jail but he is in some some kind of housing arrangement um but he has a he has a a uh, guard or he is chained to a guard um and and he's able to um while in Rome he calls together uh, Jewish leaders, because remember Paul is of Jewish background, that's his culture and tradition, his faith background, and he calls them together to let them know that he's there and who he is and that he was brought there as a prisoner and had been accused of some things and uh, wasn't guilty of those things, but that you know Jewish people, Jewish leadership back in Jerusalem wanted him uh, put to death, quite frankly, for what he had done, which, you know, from Paul's estimation, the crime he had committed was he believed in Jesus as the Messiah, the resurrected Messiah. Um, and As a fulfillment of the Jewish uh, uh, scriptures. Yeah, so he, yeah. he loves the Jewish people. He, he is one, and he thinks, all I'm doing is honoring what I believe in, and and I'm not trying to dishonor it. I'm not trying to be a heretic. I believe that I have found the fulfillment to our faith, that, that Jesus Christ is the anointed one or the promised one, the chosen one, the Savior that was to come. And and that I'm just sharing that with others. So he, you know, there's this, 
the section that I think is really a summarized section, you know, 17 through 22, meaning I think the conversation was much longer than what took place oh, here. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I think Luke, I think we all agree with that, that though this is inspired, true word of Scripture, um, we often know that we're getting the summarized version of w- what happened. I mean, I don't think they had a 10-second conversation. No, no, right. From, from, from all the evidence, it looks as though perhaps, you know, the meeting lasted all day. Yeah. As Paul reasoned, and, and we just don't have all the words that were said. Yeah, so he shares his side of it, and, and they basically say, you know, uh, well, we didn't know you were coming. We don't really know who you are, but we have heard about this group you're a part of, and we haven't heard good things. I'm paraphrasing, right? Right, but yeah. We've heard about this sect or this group you're a part of, and and it is spoken against, uh, meaning people do not like it. And so they wanted to... Um, to hear again from him, um, and it says from morning till evening, he expounded to them, right? So, yeah. um, and so th- I read it and uh, as really two days um, of meeting, um, or at least two meetings, um, but he, he tells them about the kingdom of God, and isn't Acts about the kingdom of God? Maybe we can talk about that in our next episode. Uh, <laughs> but, he he tells him about the kingdom of God or God's plan, and verse twenty three says he tries to convince them about Jesus uh, from the law of Moses and from the prophets, mm. not just yeah. from his personal experience, which I think a lot of American Christians gravitate towards. You know, here's my testimony, which isn't bad to tell people your story of faith, but you know, for for Paul, if he was going to get these people to believe. They needed to see that that God had a plan. You can see it in the what we call the Old Testament, what they called the Law of Moses and the Prophets, and Jesus fulfilled that plan. And so Paul lays that out. He basically, in our words, he preaches Jesus from the Old Testament, um, and has has this uh, probably really powerful set of messages of where you can see the Old Testament pointing to Jesus. And verse 24 says that some were convinced. Yeah. And... And as is uh, often the case, others some weren't. weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And others, it says, disbelieved. So and then he kind of makes this statement. He quotes Isaiah, and and you can read it for yourself in chapter 28, but basically saying, you know, God knew this was going to happen. Some weren't going to hear. Yeah. And... And I don't think that means he's done with Jewish people. I definitely don't think that means that the Jewish people are cursed or something like that. But I do think it's a statement that that you know this this good news isn't just for the Jewish people. That there will be some who will hear and some won't won't hear. Some will believe, some won't. But God God really wants um, non-Jewish people, or what we call Gentiles, or Romans in this case in that city to hear this good news and um, that that God's message of salvation of new life in Jesus is really for all people and uh, that's really where the book of it of Acts ends um, I mean it says verse thirty and thirty one that he stayed there for a couple years and and he he welcomed all who came to him and he probably met with a ton of people and he he kept talking about the kingdom of God and preaching Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. And nothing really stopped him from doing that. And my guess is, based on what he said, he was preaching that to whomever. Jewish background, Roman background, whoever would listen. And and so the big missionary of the first century, Paul, has reached Rome. And God's plan for Paul to get there was fulfilled. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. But then it just ends. But then it just ends. And... It does feel a little strange, the way that it ends. To you, it feels strange. So, to me, it feels a little strange. What, Perhaps why? Other what, you, what were you wanting? I, I just want more. But then I think, you know, if you go into some of his writings, like if you go to Philippians, you you, you can actually hear some more of Paul's story, um, especially as you get to the end of Philippians. And then there's kind of a connection back to Acts and the fact that he's in Rome there. And so there is some more of Paul's story there in the Bible and here yeah. in and Acts. I, I just, you know, it's a compelling story. We, and we I want to know the end, right? Yeah. But the point of Acts was never to tell Paul's whole life. No, it wasn't. As tempting as we are, or we, we think that's what it gets down to is, oh, we get to find out how this all ends. But Christians have debated what happened to Paul and when he was executed or if he was executed or did he go to Spain or not. And and this has been debated for a long, long time. And and Acts doesn't tell us, but you know what? It's not the main point either. No. The main point is the good news of Jesus has been proclaimed in the capital city of the day or the, the big city of the 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 Mediterranean world. And yeah. God's kingdom is growing and cannot be stopped. And those are there's an emperor in that city, but the the power in that city is the power of the Holy Spirit now. Mm. And yeah. um and so it ends, I think, exactly where Luke wanted it to end. Because I bet you Luke didn't think, oh, this is a story about um, Paul. This is a story about the church and about the Holy Spirit. And Paul was just a part of that. And this is about how um, the church was spreading. And and so I get it. I, I want to know more, too. But I don't think that was Luke's intent. A lot of people have argued maybe Luke forgot something here. Or or uh, no, lo- I, we have a lost ending or other weird things. Well, but, who knows? I mean, it's an ancient manuscript. But uh, this is the script, oh, I know. manuscript that we have that was inspired. The inspired Word of God. The Word of God. I mean, they're put here for us to learn from thing, and Things happened after. Things happened afterwards. But they're just not in they're the Bible. They're just not in the Bible. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, but I'm I'm... You know, this is a great book about God's uh, kingdom being for all people and all places. And and Paul arriving in Rome kind of is the, the climax of that point for this, you know, the ancient world in which he lived. Mm-hmm. And I guess the challenge, though, is, um, you know, are we continuing to carry the good news uh, to all people everywhere, as Paul was committed to doing? No. Okay. We we don't act like it. We don't act like it. No. I don't think so. Mo- most of us. Kind of. I think. I feel like that's a challenge from the Book of Acts. Is are we as committed to spreading the gospel, the good news of the gospel of Jesus, as Paul was? Yeah. He took it as far as he could, pretty much in the ancient world, all over the place, and uh, here we are in America, thousands of years later. We've yeah. got the good news. What are we doing with it? Yeah. It's convicting. I think that's part of the purpose of Acts is to read it as, if you read it as a Christian, to say, wow, this is what God did and wants to do. What am I really doing? Uh, You know, if we just sit back and are amazed at it as history, 
and not realize that God has a continuous plan. I think we're missing part of the point. And, and, and I think the honest answer to what you said, I know I already said no. I don't know if you're going to edit that out. But I think the <laughs> honest answer is different local churches and different Christians have can take the gospel seriously or not. And, and sharing the good news of Jesus, that it's that it is the way to be restored to relationship with God, and it's the way to have ultimate peace in your life. It is the way to life after death. And, and having that news and sharing that with, with others is supposed to be really important for a Christian. Um, is that really important for every church and every Christian? Sadly, no. And I think we know that. And and I think you look at another book in the Old Testament, the, or the New Testament, excuse me, the last book, and you see Jesus slamming some churches because they don't they don't live for the mission anymore. And that was that was in the first century. So even in the first century of Christianity, not that long after the book of Acts is all wrapped up, there are Christians who don't live for the mission anymore. There are churches who who exist for themselves and for their own uh, benefit and not for spreading the good news and, and expanding the kingdom and for and for loving one another and loving enemy and and sharing the hope of of a loving God with a hurting world and and so I think the message of Acts still stands there as a conviction of what God is willing to do and God is always able to do and God is doing in certain places and many many people around the world but it also can stand as a conviction for 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 all of us asking the question, am I being part of this movement? Um, I think that's part of the purpose of the book of Acts. Yeah. So that was a longer answer than you wanted. No, that was better than no. Well, I knew we only had a few seconds and then I got cut <laughs> off and, you know. Well, um, that's a, well, I appreciate your thoughtful response to the What question. do you think, Tim? My... Well, well, my thoughts were evident in the question <laughs> which oh. I posed, which is just that uh, I, it's a challenge to me that, I, yeah. you know, that I'm feeling like I, you know, I, I can't say that I'm living my life with the same conviction mm-hmm. and passion that Paul is to yeah. deliver the gospel um, yeah. to, the, to my place in the world. And uh, I want to be better at that, you know, and that's. I guess the challenge and the encouragement uh, that I have is that I can do better, um, and and I'm looking forward to the opportunity to do that. All right, cool. So, yeah. Well, should we wrap up this alternate ending to we our podcast? This has been an alternate ending. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, we thank you all for listening to the Church on the Hill podcast. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our. Hilltop Studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington, wishing you a blessed day.